I'm Jennifer Campbell. I'm Karen Corgan. And I'm Kelsey Litchfield. Welcome to the Girls Talk Ag Podcast, brought to you by the Global Ag Network. This podcast is where we plow through the manure online and discuss what's currently going on in agriculture. From the good stuff to the rough stuff, we may not always be politically correct, but we're definitely honest. Hey guys, so we're back. Girls Talk Ag, this is Jen. How are you guys doing? I could go for a nap, to be honest. <laughs> Me too. I just looked at the pool and I thought, wow, that looks more fun than my office. Well, could yeah. You, you could take your like computer out there and just put it like in a plastic bag and work out there. Or yeah, you- until my kids get in the pool and then it's all over. No, you can work while it's dark and swim while it's warm and light. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been having 5.30 a.m. wake-up calls because that's what my puppy what has to get What the hell up. for? Th- that's why my puppy has to get up and pee. You need to train your puppy different. Well, then I get up and go walking in the morning, so I get a little bit of exercise in. But... Oh, my God. See? My, yeah. See, I'm at the other end of the dog spectrum since mine is 15, and so she gets up every couple of hours to have to go to the bathroom. Mm. Oh, God. And last mine... night, I didn't really get back to sleep very well, so. Mine's pretty potty trained. She's crate trained, too, but she's an Australian shepherd, so she's pretty smart, too. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get her better trained, but for now, I'm like, fine, I'll wake up. I think it also has to do with the sun's up, too. And she, she comes from, she came from a cattle farm. So, you know, sun's up, time to get things going. So we'll see. So how's crops looking around you? We're dry. We miss the rain. My, really? Yeah. My weather gauge said 0.09 and it wasn't very far away that they had a couple inches. So. Yeah. I think we've gotten a couple inches since uh, Friday. Friday. The crops look good. They needed that rain. And then once the rain came, the faucet when it turned off and there was, there was some puddling, but I think it's gone down into the ground now. We've got some pineapples around here. We've had pineapples for weeks. I I just, I, I can't even, I was thinking about this the other day. You would think like the genetics now there's the crop or there's the drought tolerant genetics and and let's where are the heat tolerant genetics at because is that part of the drought tolerant genetics i don't know but we seriously i get sick of looking at pineapple Mm -hmm. when it rolls it when the corn rolls itself like that it's actually protecting it as long as it recovers overnight that's what you need if it doesn't recover overnight then it gets starts to be a dire situation so the pineappling is is I don't want to say normal, but it, it is. It's a coping mechanism. It's a coping hmm. mechanism. I'm going to have to learn to pineapple. <laughs> that, could could we invent a new slang word? That's a new slang word we're going to invent. I'm going to pineapple today. I'm going to pineapple. <laughs> Close in. But I'm going to bring alcohol when I pineapple. Maybe like a pineapple. There's pineapple drinks out there. I Maybe. had one the other day while kayaking. I don't know. We we got a little bit. Some farms got more than others. We farm quite a ways, both ways. Um, I don't know. Uh, before we before this rain, we had um, we literally had some beans just laying in the ground, waiting on rain. They're just, I mean, they they'd been there for two weeks, I think, just waiting. Um, I don't know if we got enough to bring them up or not. Is there any rain in the forecast? They haven't really moved very much. 
there is rain in the forecast, but that whole Saharan desert sand coming through may stop it from actually coming. May stop the rain. I saw that on Twitter today. I didn't read a lot about it. I've kind of taken a Twitter break the past week. I've had other things going on. Can you explain what what is it? It's just the sands in the way the soil, what they call soil, is getting up in the atmosphere and it's coming this way, which is normal for it to come across the Atlantic. It's not normal for it to go up into Illinois and Minnesota. So, but it can, they were saying on the local news that it can depress our chances for rain because that's such dry air. Damn the Sahara sand. Yeah. So I had one grower yesterday ask, you know, at what point do I stop spending money? Because his crop, you know, his soybeans have stalled out as far as height because he hasn't had any rain and the corn is curled up, but it's still recovering overnight. And so, you know, he was talking about putting on some nutrients and I was like, well, if you're the topsoil is dry, it's not going to go anywhere. So you might as well wait before you spend that money to see if it does rain this weekend. So we had a, Chris has been putting on anhydrous and, um, the ground is so hard here. He was, uh, having, he, he welded tire weights to the wings on the anhydrous bar to keep it in the ground. Um, and that helped, uh, but it was having trouble sealing. And, uh, then it was turning up clods so big that they were rolling over and killing the corn. So he was literally putting on anhydrous at like four, four and a half mile an hour. I thought he, I, I really, it was bad. Um, but There's he, like a three inch crust here. They had to get underneath it to get it to seal. Oh, wow. We, ours was bad. He was having problems with some of them sealing, but um, he kept going because he was afraid that um, if he didn't, we would get rain and wouldn't get back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know there's some guys kind of in north, north central, depending on how you decide to break up Illinois, who uh, had too much rain and now they can't get their dicamba on before the deadline tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I would have taken that inch and a half of rain from you. <laughs> no kidding. If you're that, yeah. That's probably right in my neck of the woods then, Karen, because we probably got an inch and a half. It was just two north of, of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, th- the thing is, is no matter how much they forecasted it, like it's always going to change or and most of the time it's honestly not right i'm not a weather person hater at all but like we this past saturday 70 percent chance of rain it barely did anything or thunderstorm whatever so i guess you're always praying for rain but then these thunderstorms now this type of this time of year are producing hail and winds and i know a lot of guys take hail right now Um, we, we did, personally, we did have, uh, one prevent plant field. Was there any prevent plant around you? Uh, it was more north of Interstate 80. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had one field that literally, um, on, on the corn plant date was sopping wet, couldn't do anything with it. And of course we let that date pass because, well, it was supposed to be corn and, um, three days later, dry as a bone. <laughs> but at this point it was just whatever and so we just let it go yeah. it's kind of been two extremes so we were yeah. really wet and Iowa central north, north central Iowa was dry and they got all the crops in fairly early 
And then they started having issues with herbicide carryover because they were so dry and we were so wet that we couldn't get the herbicides on. And then we dried off after they did get them on and then our pre-emerge didn't work. So we have a lot of fields that are breaking with water hemp right now. It's what one might call a clusterfuck. And if you have to beep that, that's fine. But that's pretty much what it feels like. That's 2020 in general. Oh yeah, my God. I didn't think 2019, I didn't think it could be worse than 2019, but I should have known better. And don't say that it can't be worse than 2020 because we didn't want 2021 handing us any more crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're done, uncle. Yeah, I mean, 2020, I mean, between the rain and trying to get the crops in and everything going wrong and the pandemic and rescheduling all this stuff. I mean, it's just been crazy. It has been. It's, been, that, a, it's been a fast news. Like, there, I feel like there's something every single day. And then as a journalist, I'm like, how are people keeping up with this? Like, I quit. Are we supposed to be keeping up with it? No, I've, I honestly, like I said, I, I haven't been on Twitter a lot. And that's, that's not where I get my news, but that's where I hear all the chatter and conversation. And I feel like I'm neon, eon years behind and what's I going on. Even, is it weird? I don't even care. Is that really bad? No. no. I mean, I just don't. I'm, I'm lucky to get my own little world just keep functioning and do what I need to do I'm sorry I just don't I just I really don't have time for it mm -hmm. and most of it's just like you say chatter and and exaggerated and overblown and it's only the bad stuff and I'm just like dude I, I got a headache enough of the time mm -hmm. need some of those positive stories which I'm not finding many of nowadays oh. to be honest no. So, All right, guys. So are we going to talk about county fairs? Yeah. And state fairs and all, all, it's that time of year. All right. So majority of state fairs around here in the Midwest have been canceled. Is that right? Kentucky's trying to do something. Am I correct? But I Missouri has one. Well, so at Farm, Farm Journal's AgWeb, I was looking this up before we came on. They have like an interactive map. And according to them, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio are all canceled, yeah. as well as some on the East Coast, but here in the Midwest, North Dakota, Montana canceled theirs as well. But like Missouri, Nebraska, Kansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, they're, Michigan, they're all green lit. What I'm looking at, I'm not going to say that's exactly right, but that's what I see. So... That could be wrong. I don't know. And ours in Illinois, it's going to be replaced by a junior livestock show. Mm -hmm. And then the 4-H stuff will go virtual. So it's not completely lost, but the traditional it, fair is not going to go Traditional on. fairs lost. Indiana is doing, arranging some sort of livestock show. Um, and uh, I don't know whether, I, I honestly can't speak to the 4-H the portion, but they will be doing something. Um, it just will not be an all-out state fair. Well, and I was on the calls that made the decision for our county, and honestly, the health department, the big thing was, can they social distance while they're there? Well, if you put a whole bunch of people in the hog barn, most likely they're not all going to be 10 feet away. And even if they go to sit down at the... Um, you know, just to watch the show around the ring, there's mm -hmm. not enough room for them to distance either. So it seemed like they weren't really worried about food and they weren't really worried about people wearing masks, but they really wanted them to be six feet apart. 
really. Ours, Purdue put out a whole bunch of standards. This is what you got to do, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know the exact details. So if somebody, if I, if I summarize this a little bit wrong, I apologize. This is just what I got from it. Put out this whole long list of if you can do all of this and your county is in such and such stage of, it's not recovery, but whatever phase, <laughs> and you can do this and this and this, you can have a county fair and you have to do this stuff to do it. And it was I can't even begin to tell you it was on the list, it, virtually impossible. And so a lot of counties just up and canceled their fairs. Counties were like, no, we're not doing it, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't a week later that Purdue came back, Purdue Extension came back and said, oh, now wait a minute, those were just guidelines. Let's work together. It was kind of shitty, really. And um, of course I didn't have to make any of the decisions, so hate mail can come to me, but whatever. Um, and so I, I don't know, we're trying around here and I'm going to say that I, I can't give you a percentage, but a lot of county fairs in Indiana were canceled. A lot went virtual. Um, our fair board and our 4-H council worked really hard and, um, we canceled the fair as is, um, but they, they've got it down to um, each day a different species goes into show and um, only the 4-H'er and their animal goes in and they get what they are calling four wristbands. So you can have the 4-H'er plus four people can go with you um, to watch. Um, and I'm not, it may have to be family, but I'm not, don't quote me on that. And um, there's, saying that the 4-H'ers need to wear masks um, and nobody else is allowed on the fairgrounds at the time. Now, what we are doing that I was overly thrilled with is we've taken away all 4-H premiums for 4-H'ers and used that money to hire Walton Webcasting. Mm -hmm. to, that was be my question. To spend the whole week there um, broadcasting live all of the livestock shows. So I thought if we have to cancel and some people can be there, the, the whole Walton webcasting was for sure an excellent answer to that problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think our 4-H livestock will be virtual. And then oh, the yeah, junior show is what we're going to try to do in person. But like yeah. you, we're going to have to do a different species each day. Um, we have a lot of hogs, so we might have to do that over two days. But I think we did two days of hogs. They were saying, you know, in, you bring the the first class in the barns and then the first class can go into the ring and then they have to exit and go away mm -hmm. you know maybe they have to be like out by their trailers or something but they have to be away from everyone so that we can still at this point we have to keep under 50 people in the same area so we have to spread oh. them out around the fairgrounds yeah they're supposed to if you come on the county fairgrounds i think you're supposed to have your temperature taken mm -hmm. and and um, answer questions answer and things questions like that. And, you know, sign the thing that you're on the premises so that if they have to contact people who were there. Um, and also some of them are having a waiver to sign a waiver that if mm -hmm. they do get it while they're there, that they can't take any action against the fairgrounds. Because that's the biggest thing I think people are afraid of is the liability of it. Yeah. Well, and you know, it may not 
there may be a lot of places that people could have gotten it from, but if you're the one who gets pointed out, then that can be detrimental in years to come. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. I'm, I'm personally pretty proud. I was not on either of those committees. Um, and I'm, and I'm thankful for the people who were because they put a lot of time and effort in and they were never going to please everyone. But I think they did a really good way of compromising our fair, our county fair. And I think everyone's is a big deal to them. But in Johnson County, it's um, seven days. All livestock comes in the first day and stays six full days. So if you are on the fairgrounds, you can see all the livestock. You know, we're not, we don't rotate livestock in on certain days and, and you know, pigs on the first couple of days. We are an all in um all out so all of our livestock we have pretty big uh fair so this will be definitely different for sure i mean the whole year is um i just hope next year everything can go back to the way it was everyone's been saying that and i i'm seriously glad to see people working with it and just not throwing their hands up in there saying eh, yeah. it's not worth the trouble no it's something they look forward to all year it teaches them something and, and that's what breaks my heart more than anything is seeing people just cancel things. No, we're just not going to worry about it. It's not, it's too much trouble. We waited till almost the last day where we would have to cancel the tents. So, you know, we didn't want to put out that money if it was going to end up being canceled by the state or the mm -hmm. county health department later. Um, but we did put it out. Um, the insurance said if the state allows it, you can have it. But right now, Illinois... Come Friday, you can have a gathering of 50 people. Well, that could be one barn at the fair. So, right. Um, the state wouldn't necessarily allow that. So, which is I will, fine. But we'll say a lot of the counties that canceled in Indiana have early fairs, um, like would have been this week mm -hmm. and July 4th and after. Ours does not technically never, do, it doesn't start till um, around the 18th of July. So we have, we had a little more time to get farther into the cleanup phase of Corona or whatever you want to call it. Um, and a little more time to plan um, and come up with a alternative. Ours is in August. So we, have oh, so we're wow. still working on putting together the junior show. And our, ours is, a, well, our county fair mid July and the 4-H fair happens right before it so they're they're back to back um, they're not the same thing no so i have a puppy barking in the background <laughs> um so the 4-h general show usually that happens well in years past it's happened right before and then the county fair Oh, so ours are all one week. Two, two different things. So uh, literally, so for two years, I showed um, meat goats. And literally, we would show them on like a Monday morning for 4-H. And then like that weekend, we'd bring them back in for the county fair. We had to take them out and bring them, bring them back oh, in. Wow. Um, but most of the time, it was the same competitors. Um, sometimes you had others that would come in. But I mean... I can't imagine the looking forward to the anticipation of it and it getting canceled. So I feel for those. Um, I will say kids. that that this is Cole's ninth year of 4-H and he'll be a senior this coming year. And um, I feel sorry for those 10-year 4-Hers and those seniors who missed graduation and then are missing a traditional county fair. 
I will also say that I told Cole and Cole's like, yeah, I'm like, I think I could stand missing your graduation from high school, but not your 10th year at the fair being normal. And he's like, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's just the way, you know, we've, we're accustomed to working, but um, yeah, I, I really feel for those kids. Mm -hmm. I always say 4-H is not about the banners, but um, I think that they should at least get the opportunity to show mm -hmm. that is what they work for. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I was thinking about this earlier on my drive. It's also, it's one thing, you know, show and um, be a, get your projects judged, but it's, it's a community thing. You want to be with people. Yeah, and I think yeah, the whole week there. After all of, after everything that people have been through these past couple months, they just want to, they want to do the projects and things like that, but they want to be with the people that they've always known and had a good time with and have summer with and, and things like that. So it, it's a community that's, that's missing out when things are, you know, getting canceled. But I'm, I'm happy to hear that people are working with it and still trying to give these kids something to look forward to. Yeah. We're supposed to still have a state show too, but it's, I think, into September. And it, I know, I think it conflicts with another something going on. And some of the other people said their animals would already be taken care of by then. <laughs> and that's possible. I mean, yeah. I mean, like for us, if you, if you're done at the county fair, you're, that's it. That's when the animals are sold. Um, this year, I don't know, you guys do uh, county livestock auctions too? Sometimes, some of the fairs do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's That's been a big discussion around here because that's where a lot of the kids make that extra money. Yeah. Uh, top of the animal that pays for next year's animal and feed and college and, you know, it goes to all sorts of things, but that's what those kids... Well, I don't want to say you count on that money, but you kind of count on that money mm -hmm. from that auction to help with the next year. Yeah, and I, that rings a bell in my head, and I, I can't remember, but I was reading a story how I'm going to have to look because I'm just going to ramble on and on about it, but someone was talking about that money, and actually they were going to still do an auction, but they were going to give that money to charity or something along the lines of that. I can't remember when now, I read that. Our county has decided to, um, since we can't hold the auction, they will uh, contact all the buyers that are generally there that give the extra money. They're gonna pool that money together and um, uh, split it among the livestock kids, prorate it, so to speak, among the livestock kids. So, cause I'll be honest with you, my son was like, Okay, so I can show, but what are we doing about the auction? And I'm like, you need to chill. <laughs> it's Chris's son. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I, I'd like to hear what other counties are doing, I guess. If, you, mm -hmm. if anybody listening wants to let us know what your county is doing. I think that most counties are, are making a concerted effort. Yeah. Didn't you just have a show this past weekend around you, Kelsey? Yes, um, our, well, my alma mater, alma mater, alma mater um, high school, the, our FFA chapter holds a livestock show every year, and they proceeded with it at the local county fairgrounds. They took their temperature, asked questions, um, but kids still got to show, and I just remember seeing so many posts after the weekend that people were so glad someone 
was doing something because I'm not even aware of my county. I don't, I think they're not doing anything. I could be very much wrong, but I ever heard, I've just heard it was canceled. Um, and 4-H is virtual. Um, I don't, I, and I believe with 4-H you, you're going to submit a video of your livestock, of you showing your livestock. So they're making an attempted effort, but it's not the same. And it's I understand, I can understand it's not going to be the same. Like I'll be the first one to say, you know, technology's great, but it doesn't replace things. And it can be a temporary solution, but I'm with you guys. I hope in 2021 we can, we can get back to what it used to be before. The dog agrees. <laughs> yes, she's chewing on cords. Stop that. So is Illinois doing, um, you say they're holding a livestock show at the, as opposed to the state fair. That's yeah, a livestock yeah. expo or something, I think is what they were calling it. But mm -hmm. I haven't seen too many details yet. Then it's, I think they're slating it to be in September, I think. I think so. so they still got quite a while to go. But the, when it was announced that the state fair was happening, I don't know if they had already decided they were doing that or not. I don't know what all the logistics was, but... They wanted to give the show or something to look forward to. Good. I think, I think the thing we forget is that the people who have to make these decisions are people who are truly involved as well. Their kids show livestock or their kids are involved in the fair. Their kids are involved in 4-H or they wouldn't be volunteering to do these positions. Mm -hmm. And so they want it just as much as me who doesn't volunteer for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now I have served on our 4-H council, but um, you know, our fair board puts a lot of time and effort into it. And, and they, they all have, um, what is it that you say? Uh, not cash in the pot. What is it? A, a, a skin in the game. Skin in the game. Thank you. I could not think of it. They all, they're not, they're not doing, you don't do that job because it pays well and it's prestigious. You do it because you have some skin in the game and, and believe in the, believe in it. So you're not going to yeah. be making decisions that are, um, well, and nobody really wants to, be to make that decision, but you know, right. I think in today, what's going on in the world today, I don't think there were a lot of choices for a lot of places. So. That's right. And I think that those not in on the decision don't know how much time goes into making the decision. And so it's hard to understand because all you're hearing is the final outcome. Mm -hmm. um, and I know our director met with the county health department. I mean, that was the main yeah. thing and he had to go through everything and, you know, line it out and, how we would do this and you know we would have to clean high touch surfaces every 15 minutes yeah you know if a group got sick one day you would have to switch them all out for workers to have a new group come in the next day so you'd have to have backup um you know you'd have to have extra hand washing and sanitizing and just you know yeah. there, there would have a lot, of work. a lot of money put out to accomplish all of the sanitation and safety measures well, I think people have to remember, I, I've, through one of the jobs I have, I do plan events. And not only does it take time, but you have to look at your budget. A lot of people's budgets this year have been totally um, bombed, probably to say for, and I mean, it's also, kind. you have to weigh the pros and cons. If you have a county fair and people aren't coming, you're not going to make the money on it either. 
and then that affects future future years as well so it's I've seen so many people say it was such a hard decision I fully believe that they took and did everything that they could it just wasn't in the cards or they had to pivot somehow like you said um, Jen they're doing some kind of virtual component um, but I think people nowadays they take things such as like face value they go oh that decision was made swiftly. No, it wasn't. A lot goes into event planning and the logistics and adding all of this in with the pandemic and all the health and safety measures. Gosh, that's, that's a lot of pressure on someone's shoulders. And, you know, we went into lockdown mid-March and we've yeah. been discussing this since then. You know, what are we going to yeah. do if we're still on lockdown? What are we going to do with this? Well, what date do we have to cancel you know, the tents for the event, because that's one of our major costs. Well, what is the last date that we can wait to decide this? You know, different things like we've been planning for a couple of months to have the decision that was made last week here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's not fun for anybody. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people got mad about it, but that ain't going to do any good either. Um, well, not necessarily county fair wise, but I'm just interested to see how beyond the summer fall you get into winter meeting season with a lot of these associations and things like that conferences i'm i i've been in touch with a ad company that has a big conference every january it's international and they're already talking about a virtual component i was like oh are well, we ever going to see a light at the end of the tunnel Bayer put out that they would not be attending, their employees would not be attending any events through the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So they won't be at a Farm Progress show or any of the other shows that might happen. So the companies, you know, are pulling out. You know, I want to. That would be there to talk to also. I want to go to Farm Progress show this year because they're pretty confident that they're going to hold it up in Boone, really? I saw that on Twitter the other day. Um, Matt Youngman, who is the events over at Farm Progress. Um, they said they're going to take appropriate safety and health measures, but they're pretty confident that they're going to have it. And their company, their overall international company just is prepared well, for it. I saw some of the rules were like no handshaking, no swag could be handed out, no free food. Um, I'm trying to well, think. That's, that's their biggest moneymaker, isn't it? I don't know. I they do that one and they do Husker Harvest Days and they do some other ones. So, I mean, they do more than one, but I assume they're all probably under some of the same rules, but um, so yeah, so I don't know. I really want to go just to see how it's going to be out. Cause I was talking to my dad about it. He goes, you know how many people are at Front Progress Show, right? And I go, yeah. He goes, you, it's a, a lot of people. <laughs> it is a so, lot of people, and it's also a presidential election year, which normally brings in the president, which brings mm -hmm. in more people. So, yeah. Is it in Illinois this year? No, Iowa. It's, in Iowa. it's in Iowa. And so Iowa has had less restrictions than Illinois probably would have had to cancel, but Iowa yeah. hasn't had as many restrictions. So they were lucky that that's where it was scheduled for this year. Mm -hmm. Wonder if they would have changed it. Well, I don't think so because they've been planting stuff and yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't know that they could have just switched it. I mean, I suppose I, it's possible, but cause they I own hope, the grounds, but. I hope John Deere has their new X-Sign combine there. That's probably another reason I want to go, but. 
<laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that big machine. Um, but you know, in agriculture, you got to keep going on. You can't stop for a pan pandemic. I mean, you can certainly adapt and pivot, but you got to keep going and there's still business to be done. So we've been yeah, talking about setting up our meetings for July and, you know, we usually have them in, um, you know, different venues. And we're like, well, are those venues even open? You know, if we have 30 people there, how many other people are in the building and do we violate 50? Um, and I was like, well, you know, maybe we should just shorten the meetings and not have food because that would take away another aspect of it, which I know people think I'm crazy, but I have a little one with asthma. And the last thing I want to do is bring something home to, you know, have her catch. But mm -hmm. so would you go Zoom? What? Would you go Zoom? Um, we might. Are these field days? Um, sometimes they're in the field, sometimes they're in a shop, sometimes they're in a venue. It just kind of depends. Because they say know. it's better to have those things. Well, I mean, field days are outside anyway, but they, they're saying if you can hold stuff outside as much as possible, that's better than being inside, which I feel which is like fine is the opposite of what they told us. Nobody wants to be outside either. Yeah. So. Air conditioning. Yeah. But, but I will encourage everyone to go give blood because they're testing for the antibodies. So that's a great way to have a free test done. So I need to go get blood. I haven't done that. I have my appointment on Monday and they said it takes about a week to get it back. So I'm anxious mm. to see. Because if I had the antibodies, I'd feel a lot better knowing that my six-year-old probably has them too. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but until then I might be slightly psychotic. So <laughs> I wonder if I'm allowed to give blood. Uh, I don't think any of the questions. I don't, I don't think, it, yeah, I don't. Your blood transfusion was more than 12 months ago, right? You probably have to be yeah. at least 12 months from your last transfusion. It would be two, it'd be two, two years right now. So yeah, I think it's like 12 months. So you probably can. Huh. So. Well, there goes my power cord. <laughs> <laughs> While we've been sitting here, I've been watching. So you guys probably know this from Facebook, but I got a new puppy and choose on everything. So, you can leave it home alone without getting arrested, so be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> she's good thing she's cute, but so is there anything else? So I don't know. I mean, pretty much same old not same old, same old, but I mean I guess I guess I'd just say if if your county fair was changed or canceled, I know everybody's upset, but try to be an adult about it because the 4-Hers are watching you too and this was for them mm -hmm. so and they're more likely to react badly if you do too so. it's exactly right so I, I say if we just but be kind to the people who had to make the decision because no one yeah. wanted to make that decision no no yeah. one did want to make that decision they didn't want to and most of those, almost all of those positions are volunteer positions. So it's not like yeah, getting, you know, true. paid to be there. So I was listening to, I was watching Hog Barn the other day and on my playlist is uh, Glenn Campbell's uh, Try a Little Kindness. Do you know that song? I love Glenn Campbell. I think we all just need that. Try a little kindness. So, Try a little kindness and don't be a douchebag. There you go. <laughs> I don't think Lindsay said that. Drop the mic and talk to you next week. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, girls. Well, 
I'd like to hear if any other county fairs or what people are doing. So let us know on Facebook or mm -hmm. Twitter. Yep. Give us a shout, see what you're doing. I'd be interested to see if I can attend any virtual shows. So there's an opportunity. I'd love to see one. Yeah, that's the other thing. Link up to um, any, uh, like like I said, uh, Walton Webcasting. I don't know how many they're doing. I know they're doing the Johnson County, Indiana Fair, and maybe they're doing others. Um, if there are more virtual shows, pop those links into Girls Talk Ag um, on Twitter and Facebook because um, it's a great way for, if your kids don't show, it's a great way to to pass some time um, while you're homebound. Yeah. And, um, learn a few things and um as many people should join in as can yeah yep tag us we're at girls talk ag on twitter and facebook so tag us and um we'd be happy to share too um just you know to just spread the love a little bit and yeah. um, just support one another and if your kid has to do a virtual show and you had to tape your uh video your kid's showing Pop that in there too. Let everybody watch your kid's show. We'll turn into a big virtual event. Yeah. Ourselves. Girls Talk Ag virtual livestock show. I like it. I'll bring a goat. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for hopping on today with us. And um, like Jen says, uh, send us any info about your county fair and we'll be yep. happy to share it. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Join us next time for another episode of Girls Talk Ag. And if you can't wait until then, connect with us on Twitter.